This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. The person wanted to speak about is the riff. The riff, we, we spoke about um, last time. We spoke about Rabbi Hananel, who is seen as being in the borderline between the Ga'inim and the Rishonim. The Ga'inim, we explained, were located in three main places. They, um, the, there was the, the big uh, yeshivas, Surah, Pompadisa, and Quran. And, the, um, and then there was this middle Kufa. Actually, well, Quran was part of the middle Kufa. And then it moved to Spain and to France and Germany. Um, the Rif is the key figure that moved from West Africa to Spain, and Betson became the, f- the father of Rishonim, as, as, as much as we can say. He's, he, he was born in, 10, 000, uh, in 1013. Uh, he lived for 90 years and died in 1103. Rashi was born later. Rashi was lived to come out the same year. Rashi was born 30 years later. Rashi lived less than he did. So they were contemporaries. Um, what? So I was talking to someone else. Sorry. So the the um, the the, the um, it, it, Rashi was uh, much younger. He didn't live as long. He was a Ma'ir But the riff is seen as being the bridge between those two Kufis and the beginning of Rishayim. The, um, the Rif was born in Algeria. He learned in Kirwan by Rabbi Hananel and Rabbi Nisim. Those were his Rabbeim. It's not clear, actually, if he ever lived in Fez or not. Even though his name is Al-Fasi, Fez is a Moroccan city. It's, it's, it's a very hush of a Moroccan city. It's sort of the, the cultural capital of, of, of Morocco. But there's a lot of debate whether or not he actually lived in Fez or not. The, we always try to speak out the place where I got my material from. So the, um, the two Sfarim that really did a very good job, one is a phenomenal Sefer. It's called Harif Valchaisa Valchais. It was written in, like in the uh, 1970s by somebody named Shaul Sheffer. That's what it says on it. Shaul Sheffer was somebody who put out Sfarim on the Mishkan a lot. Mikdash, very strange for him to put out on this. It, it's accepted that he was just, it says on it he's the editor, that the one who really wrote it was a very interesting yid. His name was Reb Shmuel Ashkenazi. He lived near Shalim, was lived a year ago. And Reb Shmuel Ashkenazi was an off-the-chart genius. And incredible. He lived in Batyon Garim. He, he had thousands and thousands and thousands of Sfarim. His, his memory was like a computer. A, he was, in, he, he, he was, he worked at Hebrew University. He was a Hamish Yid. And his, his, um, his, his knowledge was like, like a photographic memory. And everything was, um, you know, he could tell you where does, where does the Rajba quote the Rach? He could tell it to you in every single place with the Chuvis and which Chuvis are not Like, that was the type of person, a very humble person. His, his knowledge, this safe is like it. 
It's like he goes through every place where the riff writes in his in his Hagos something that is where he quotes the Rev Hai, where he argues with. It seems as if it, the honor, he has incredible. It, it's it's um, it's incredible safer, and then there's somebody very recently who wrote about the riff. He wrote a big safer the riff between uh, Ashkenaz and Sfarad. So he he it's he he's gathers the Goinim and the important works of the Goinim and the later works and this and that. It's it's a very nice work. It doesn't shtaltsu uh, to to this. Um, it, the early work is just incredible. It's it's just his his bringing down everything. You know, any sub- subject, any topic. What you have said is an incredible ability. And they say that Sheffer was just the editor and he did all the work. Whatever it is, those two are the best sfarim. There's one more, um, the Sefer HaKabola from the Ravid, the first Ravid, like we mentioned by the Rach. It's the only written work that we have really in that Kufa. And he brings a little bit, a few stories about the Riff, a few to two or three things that are known, that's from him. Um, the, I do have to mention this year was sponsored by uh, Yehuda Ayyubin Pestel and what's the? And Pestel Bas Cyril and Yudari Bas Ben Cyril. Okay, Pestel Bas Cyril and Yudari Ben Cyril. Okay, fine. That's that's a, another important piece. Good. So we now so so the riff is born in Algiers, and it's not clear Alfasi. There are different. Some places he's in some restaurants mentions if he lived in past. Some places not. Whether he whether he spent his his time in Algiers afterwards or in, in Fez makes no difference. At the age of seventy five, um, he passed against somebody very very strong, uh, tough guy, and he had him run out of wherever he was, and he ended up in Spain. Um, he ended up in a place called Alcina, which is. Near was a Jewish, a place with a lot of Jews near Cordova. So it, it really, and it's not that far. If it's Fez, Fez is like the is is very much on the upper tip of Morocco, uh, like on one side of Straits of Gibraltar, and and Cordova. So it's not that far in in, but it's it's a big change in Spain, and this is where he um, he, he then became. We'll, we'll get in a second. He, he became a Rosh Hashiva at some point, and his cheshev, the Talmud, was the Rimigash, who came to him when he was 12 years old, and learned by him 14 years until until he, he passed away. The, the Rimigash, the the, the the Rif, and the Rimigash became a Shiva instead of him. And the Rambam is the, is a, either him or his father are Talmud of the Rimigash. That's where that's where the Rambam is sort of. Gets his messiahs from the riff. So the riff um, became Rosh Hashiva. Now he came to this town, and the Rosh Hashiva at the time was the Ritz Gaius. And the Ritz Gaius was, he'd written, he wrote for himself. The, the, the Sevgal writes that they had, they were not on good terms. Unclear what the issue was, but they were not, they, he was not on good terms with him. But when he passed away, he took over the yeshiva. There's another very interesting story um, that he brings, that Rabbi Yitzhak Alboilo was another one of the Chashva uh, Rabbanim, his times over there. He also was about Pluk to the Rif, and, uh, and 
difficult machlaikis. And on his deathbed, he sent his son to go to the Rif to ask him for Mechila and to help his son. It's any rights. His son came there and he told the Rif, and the Rif was very moved. He started crying and he promised him and he took him in as a son and, and taught him and so on. But he then became Rosh Hashiva there. His, he, he wrote the Sefer Halachis, which is a condensation of the Gemara. It's called the Shas Cotton by others. It was, it was a unique. There was firm in the Goenim's times, there were either um, Sfarim Chuvis, that was very common, or in the later Kufis, they had Kvotze Halachis. Like we said, Shmuel Nugget had Halachis you had uh, Sefer Mikzer, Sefer Ners, all sorts of Sfarim that dealt with certain, with certain um, groups of Halachis written as Psakim. The attempt to take the, the Gemara and to, um, and to sort of retain what's their Lamaisa was an incredible undertaking. And the Rif was considered by everyone the, the Godel. He, he was, everyone, everyone was in awe of him. And um, we'll see some of the shyness that some of this firm that they wrote about him. So he put out this, this, now he wrote this, and he wrote it in many Maduras. In other words, he wrote this, his Sefa, he called it Sefa Halachas, which is, a, which is the Gemara, reduced to just Halachas. He brought Yushalmis. We mentioned that the Rach was, was, brought a lot of Yushalmis in. He brought Yushalmis, but he would always pass, and he held you passing like the Babli against Yushalmi, because the Babli is Basra. So that became standard. He brought in every so often shittas of Goinim. Um, and uh, even if, in the places we write, even if he brings a shittas of Goinim, and many times he argues with the shittas of Goinim, but he says, I, I'm bringing it because it's Torah and you have to learn it. But he doesn't hesitate to argue with the Goinim, and we, we hold not like that. His, his safer ever, he kept on revising it. So he wrote it, disseminated it, and he s- sat and learned, and he had sometimes harata, sometimes he, differently. So if you'll take a look, A, in, in, there, there are different maduras of it. They also, you'll take a look sometimes around Banim al-Khamis, and others they'll say, um, we found a later version of the of the, the truth where he fixes it, like they'll argue and they'll say sometimes I found a later Madur, where he wrote the Asharata and he changed his mind and it's and it's and, and it's different. That was also common. His sefer was so Hashiv that somebody in one of the early Rishayim took the Rashis that were relevant to the Rif and put it around there as a Pirish Rashi. It's very unclear. The Pirish Rashi certainly did not write a Pirish on the Rif. That's 1,000% sure. Um, they were contemporaries. He never mentions him. and no shaykhs to him. Some people say, so who wrote it? So some people say somebody later wrote it. They try to identify different people. But it's very clear that a huge amount of it is Rashi. It doesn't take, a, it doesn't take much to see that it's Rashi with occasional changes and differences and so on. 
So um, again, this is this is I assume from Ashkenazi. He says that it's a, it was somebody made a liquid from Rashi because the roof was such an important safer. They made a liquid on Rashi, uh, of Rashi's, so that people could learn it like a um, they they could learn it like a Gemara. The <coughs> um, the the, the uh, Balamor was the first one to write Ha'aris on it. And and his Aris, if you've learned Balamor, it could be very sharp. And um, he, he, he was sharp. And the Ravid Ramban wrote, Ramban wrote Mohammed's uh, uh, defending the Rif B'Darchal. The Ravid also was there to defend the Rif, but sometimes he would argue himself on the Rif. But the Balamor writes in his Akdama, to the Balamor, <coughs> he writes an extraordinary Akdama about the chutzpah of him arguing on the riff. And he says, um, the, um, in, in, in his Akdama to Balamor, he writes that uh, he quotes somebody who um, brings a, an old quote that says, the truth and Plato have gotten into a fight. I like them both, but I like the truth more. <coughs> so he says, I did not come, I'm not here to, um, so, so he writes, he quotes that person, then he says, he says, these are the words that I'm saying about the riff. I don't have to be Meirich and his goddess and Chachma, because everyone with open eyes sees it. It's like the sun in the sky. And and uh, in his in his chiburim, his alochis, and so on, the, it was for his generation and generations to come. There hasn't been made such a, an amazing chibur from the time of the Gemara to afterwards, and therefore we have. And therefore, he says, it's very important. We have a tremendous chayv to be machshavit and to try be mevarit kefikoychenu. In other words, the reason why I'm writing it. This is because that's part of the chiyuv. This is an astounding work, and for to be shalom, you need to be mevarim alabnit at a safe. And then he writes, and I'm being mashbia, um, that anyone who copies my sefer should copy this introduction with it, and not toss it out, as is, as is the minig of people who, um, who 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 copies firm. In other words. In those days, it was expensive to copy a sefer. Dak Dummy said, okay, you know, the people that he thanked and everything, let's, I mean, we can do without that. And Skip, and he says, it's, it, he, the Balamar felt that it's very, very important for him that people realize that he's being choylik on him, mitoch years a COVID and not mitoch kalas roish. And Adrabe, because it's, it's Divri Emes, there's a chiv to Melam and But, but he, he recognizes who he is, connected. The riff, and he and he insists that they print it, and every time they they bring it out, that is the um, that's his introduction. The Balamor and Shabbos also writes, It is the minig of the um, people who the Paiskim who've come after the riff. Like you would listen to a navi. So, so even the Balamor, who can be very sharp at times, this is this was the way he, this was his yachs to the riff. The Ravid, who 
pushed back against the Balamor and also occasionally commented on the on the uh, riff says Roisi Belchis a riff sal devorim nifloy me many I saw things I couldn't understand veulai me blira ois enai kashetichena enai roya kashetastakol bein Hashemes deichlishes tivoi maybe it's because when you look into the sun you you go blind maybe it's because it's so brilliant that I don't get it. I should close my eyes and shut my mouth. Um, and I should just follow blindly. Um, he said, because it's Melech Shemayim to do what you can, I'll do what I can, as long as I'm doing it L'Shem Shemayim, and therefore, whether, I'm, whether I got it right or not, the Scharfit, because it's Talmud Torah, and he said, That's what Kodesh Baruch wants, that people should learn and be Oisik Nomad Torah. Those were two of his big magiim. That was their opinion. Um, the Tzedah uh, Lederach brings from the Ri, the Baltaisvis. He writes, V'omolov Ri Baltaisvis, Sheyila ben Adam lecha bechiba kamoihu. That a human being could not have made such a chibur. Zulosi sheshchina hoise shui olav. Unless it, it, it's, all, it's clear that he must have shechina shayalim. That, that was the yachas of Gdolom Terif. And these are people that were not shy, they were barplucked also. Toysus brings the riff 50, 60 times, he quotes the riff. And it's halachas for him, obviously, quote him a lot, lot more. The Rush brings him many, many more times. Um, they, and, and, and the Germans for him, the German Rishayim were more Paiskim, so they brought him constantly. Toysus, who's more Isaac in, in being Falpel, Brings him uh, f- somewhere between 50 and 60 times in, in, in all of Shas. That's, the, that's what Tais brought. So he was um, the earliest region in sense, contemporary of Rashi that way, um, and his Sefer became the basis for a lot. And um, it, it, it's, it's interesting because if we look at the riff, it seems to us so what? You know, basically it's the Gemara, a little bit, a Chedeshir, to us, it looks extremely simple the way the Ramam does, but it's the other way around. The riff had the cheshben ois, what in the Gemara is lemais and not relevant at the end. There are many, many ways in which a Gemara could be relevant. What the Gemara answered here, what the Gemara said there, is this sugya, that sugya. The riff, what he did was, he was meta- he he learned up all of Shas, and then he wrote down the Nekudas that stay Lamaskana and are significant Lamaskana. So um, it, it, you see clearly that, that you know, the, the, this was the, the, the um, benchmark for everything everyone came afterwards. The Rambam writes about him. The Rambam in his in Zakdam Tvirsham Shnais writes about the Seder Adairis in, in, in the world of in, 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 in Tarish Balpeh. 
And then he writes, after Kufa Sagoinim, the Rif wrote a Chibur, an amazing Chibur that was called everything. He writes that the Rif's work is so perfect, at the most, there are 10 places you could be Chalak on him. It's, so it's the Ram Mashita, but it's, but it's, it's, he said the most is 10 places you could be Chalak. He wrote Shuvas also. We have a few hundred of his Shuvas. Like all, it's very unclear how many Shuvas actually more he wrote. Could, could have been a lot more. We don't have any idea. The, um, the Shuvas are regular Shuvas. There's one interesting chuva where someone asked him, why sometimes does it say yesh aim le mikra, yesh aim le mesiris, and sometimes you, something is called a binyan av. When is it called av? When is it called aim? So it's one of his first chuvas. Basically says, I don't know. He basically says, you know, sometimes like this and like that. I don't, I don't, there's nothing definitive there. That's that's the that's the interesting that's the interesting chuva. Uh, um, in his Hanhagas Tavis, so we mentioned his is being mispious with the Rabbi Abilo. There's another, there's another interesting Hanhog of his brought down in Baba Kama, in the Shita Book of Betzas. Um, he, he writes, on the, the Gemara says, Bir de Shasimile, like Tishtiba, a well that you drank water from it. You're not supposed to throw a rock in it, meaning anything you were nana from, you're not supposed to be, um, you know, go against it. So the Shita brings from the Rimigash, he says, my Rebbe the Riff was sick once, and somebody had a bathhouse, like, like a special ba- waters or whatever, that the, the, that the Riff went there, and it was very helpful for him. And this person was extremely kind to him and, and, and gave him also a lot of help. And, and it, it got better because of it. A while later, some tukufa later, this, this um, person got sick. This person got poor, the, the, the Bala Merchitz, and he went bankrupt. And they had to sell the, the uh, Merchitz. So the, they, the, 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 the riff was supposed to be um, the, the, the Dayan in charge of selling it off. So it wasn't a get paskening. Paskening, obviously, couldn't pasken because it was a gerbedava. But there wasn't anything to paskening. It was just the procedure of taking the bath and selling it off. So, so the, the Rip said that he feels that because he was Nana from it, <coughs> it, it it's, uh, it, it's Bir de Shasibine. And he said his lotion is um, I will not have anything to do with anything that about this bathhouse because I was nana from it. So he said, he said, Beard Shasimine is an expression about uh, an inanimate object, about a, a, about a, a, a well. If a, if, if a doimim is something a person can't, can't be kofitoiv, and a doimim has no feelings or anything, kol shekein is somebody who is a person that feels bad. So this person who did me so much good, 
I'm going to be in the position who's the one that's administering the, the uh, administering things that are very painful to him. I, even though there's no, it's, it's the right thing. It, the person is paying off his debts, he has to. No, there was no issue in right or wrong. But the issue was who's appropriate to be an agent to cause, to cause this. And the, and, and the Riff said, no way can he cause it. Um, there was one more very interesting personal included in, 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 in him. He, um, he had a yeshiva in, in Alciana, and like we said before, he, before he was nifta, he had children. But he felt that the rimigash is more worthy than, than uh, his children. And he appointed the Rimigash of Shiva of his yeshiva after, um, after him. He took over the yeshiva, and, the, um, and it was he who created, uh, um, the, he was the one who was the Rebbe of the Rama's father, and possibly the Rama himself. But it was because of his godless, the rift, that he um, did not leave it to his children, left it to a person that he felt was right for it, that possibly, that was definitely the key to where the Ramam came in. The Ramam writes about Rimigash that Seich Rabbeinu Mavis, he said the sharpness and the depth of the Rimigash is overwhelming. He says it's, it's uh, you know, his, his lush about him is incredible. Al-Kaponim, so, so the Rif really is the Chibur in many ways is the Chibur of the Tkufus um, to the Rishonim, uh, he was the one who brought the Torah from, really brought the Torah from Africa to Spain. He was the one who was um, from him afterwards. Him and afterwards, that's old Kufas Rishonim. He was the one who also settled. He, he gave uh, a, 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 a basic halachic work which then became the basis for everything afterwards. The Rambam was a Talmud of a Talmud of his, and the idea of structuring everything together, the Rambam is a very different structure, but still, the, the, the Beis Yosef, when he, when he decided to make his Shoharuch, he said that he took the three greatest Paiskim Kal Yisrael and would always go two against one. So there was the Rif, the Rambam and the Rush. The 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 Rif and the Rambam were both Sfaradim, so that meant that in Yonim of Minhag, he the, the you know it was it was it was uh, obviously a Sfaradi Psak. But those are the three Amudim of Psak was the Rif, the 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 Rambam and the Rush. That's the Shoharuch is is based on that basically. The idea of having a Shas cotton also has very interesting traction. The Goyen in 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 Maiserav, they bring the kitzer, and then they, they have it from a Talmud of the Goyen quoted, that the Goyen held that people who don't have the wherewithal to learn through Gemara, Shas, should learn through the Rif, because the Rif gives you um, the basis for all of the Nyanim that are in the The Rif did not write um, on Kachim and Tyrus and, and things like that, but he wrote on the on the on the uh, halakim of shas that are relevant. The um, 
the, the, he wrote, and the Chavetz Chaim, in the Chavetz Chaim wrote like a riff on Kachim, and he also writes in his Akdama to that that he feels it's very appropriate to learn um, riff again for Balabatim who don't have the time to learn Gemara. This will give them a, a real idea in the Lamaisa of, of everything that's relevant in Halacha. So to sort of know the basis for Halacha, learning through the riff gives you, gives you all that. So the Goyen and then Chavetz Chaim quoting it basically actually felt it was Lamaisa to, to be able to, to learn um, to learn riff. I'm, I'm not aware that it was commonly followed in any way. Like upon him, that's 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 that. So the riff is really the basis for all Allah to come afterwards. So it's the Rambam, that became the site of it, and and uh, he's a crucial link in the in the Messiah's Atayra.